Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Chapeau guy, right? You know, he's. 
I, I don't want to hate on anybody, but he's not a lot of fun to watch. Uh-huh. He's very slow and deliberate. He's very... He, there's just something not inc- entirely graceful about him. So I had a, a revelation about golf this weekend. You did? This is great news. Yeah. So I, 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 realized, I couldn't figure out why, you know, this thing about you're rooting for a guy and then he's not even playing that week and he's not or he didn't make the cut, or whatever it is. But I realize, if, if you're a golf fan, you're probably not just rooting for one guy. It's not, you're not rooting for one outcome the way you are in other sports. That's true. Because, you know, like I said before, it's impossible to win these tournaments. you got a hundred and something guys, and there's only going to be one winner. Um, and they're competing against some pretty darn good golfers. So, if all you want is to see one of your one, your one guy win, it's you're, it's going to be frustrating. Um, you know, even the you know the best players on tour win three to five times a year, um, and they even and that's ex, that would be excellent winning three three tournaments in a year. So, you, you the other thing you could kind of rooting for is these guys are competing for FedEx cups FedEx Cup points. The top 100 at the end of the year get to compete in a four-tournament playoff that ends in Atlanta at East Lake Golf Course, a beautiful place. Um, I think that's worth $10 million, um, that one. And they're also um, competing for spots on the Ryder Cup to play the internationals every two years. So they are, there is more going on, um, and position does matter in these tournaments. So the, the nearest equivalent I could think of was NASCAR, where there's a lot of different people in it, and you couldn't really just root for one. But in NASCAR, you've got the crashes to look forward to. What is the equivalent to the crashes in golf? Oh, you get to see lots of it. In fact, I'm watching the highlights now, and um, Bruce Kepka hit a ball into the water on 18, as if where, a, where a birdie probably would have got him in a playoff with Justin Thomas, but he... Put the ball the in the water. Um, the there's all the kinds of great stuff to root for. In fact, golf is the only sport I, I watch when I've, even if I've known the outcome. Really? Yeah. Are there like you watch Met games that you know the outcome of? No. See, I don't watch. I I I've actually don't watch don't any sports where I know the outcome except for golf. That you're not a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. I don't watch, I don't watch election, I mean, there's not much I watch if I know the outcome. I don't watch the election coverage over again if I, you know, after it's all settled. I mean, I don't watch the weather after it's already happened, you know? You see? No, I, I know, it's a fascinating thing. I listened to Colin Cowherd, he said he, doesn't, he didn't care if, if he was watching something live or on tape or if he knew the outcome or not. And when he said that, I completely stopped listening to him. Yeah. Well, that you could have done earlier. He's un- impossible. I, I, well, that, I, that finished me. That was yeah. I just had no interest in him when he said that. Well, we're going to be rooting for Daniel Berger, as always, next week. We're glad he finished second, and we're glad they gave him a good purse. But thank you for that, uh, that coverage. My pleasure. Let's hope for a good run you next week. You can get anything you want. What? Why did you break into that? I, was, I don't know, I was just doodling. Okay. So, Yuna Cespedes pretty much single-handedly took the Mets to the postseason in 2015, and he played very well for them in 2016. After, the Mets, after that, the Mets signed him to a four-year contract. 
Well, his career with the Mets, at least under the present contract, came to an end yesterday with his having played in only 137 games over the four years, which is to say less than one season's worth of games. And the Cespedes era came to an end very strangely. The Mets reported early yesterday that Cespedes hadn't shown up for their game against the Braves and that they didn't know where he was. Then they said that they still hadn't contacted him, but somehow knew he was okay. They sent security to his hotel room and he and his stuff were gone. Then during the game, Cespedes' agent told the Mets that Cespedes was opting out of the rest of the season because of COVID concerns. Cespedes is certainly not the first to make that decision, and Brewers All-Star Lorenzo Cain announced the same decision the day before. And as the Mets said, it's important to respect anyone who makes such a decision. But it's hard not to notice that Cespedes was sitting well under 200. It'll be interesting to see what kind of interest there is in him when he's a free agent next year. So goodbye, Yolanda Cespedes. See ya. See ya. See ya. You're, you're up. I, um, I know I was up. You don't have to cue me on when I'm up. I can, I can be up or down or any way I like See, to this be. is how I our programs get to 45 minutes. Lots of NFL players have been opting out in the NFL, perhaps, and response is talking about making much earlier the deadline for players saying if they're opting to opt out. In fact, players may be compelled to make their decision tomorrow or the next day. Here's how longtime New England Patriots captain Devin McCourty responded yesterday. You can get anything you want. Because they don't want to continue to see guys opt out. Um, I'm sure they're shocked about how many guys have opted out. Um, but it's the same thing when we sign a CBA sometimes. Some of those things that we think are good sometimes backfire. You know, we have rookies who are locked in long-term contracts and tagged and tagged. You guys don't think we would love to change that about the CBA, but we can't. That's the point of signing an agreement. So I think it's terrible. I think it's BS that the league has changed that date um, because you guys know Monday will be our first day in the building. So to try to act like guys are making a decision about something other than virtual meetings um, is a joke. But I think it's something that we go through as players. And um, when players understand how much power we have, we've seen things change for us. I mean, primarily even with this deal, um, with the COVID-19 trying to get everything back, we saw some of that strength. So hopefully we'll see how everything turns out come Wednesday if that ends up being the deadline. But I support guys no matter what they decide. Um, but I'm still out here having fun and, and figuring things out. So we'll see how we go. I appreciate it, guys. So he's mad, and you can hardly blame him, really. The first seven-inning doubleheader game in Major League Baseball history yesterday turned out to feature a remarkable achievement as Tigers reliever Tyler Alexander struck out the first nine Cincinnati Reds he faced, tying the American League consecutive strikeouts record. See ya. Strike him out. The record. Wow. He finished one short of Tom Seaver's Major League record of ten strikeouts in a row. His streak ended when he hit Mike Moustakas in the hand. Ooh. And another news. The head of Microsoft says he's talking to the President of the United States about buying TikTok. There are so many things wrong in that one sentence. If you buy a new Lamborghini Ascenza SCV12, which costs around $2 million, you can't drive it on regular roads, only racetracks, so Lamborghini will keep it for you in their special garage in Italy and let you have a webcam feed so you can look at the car live whenever you want, really. 
Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> they will also fly it whenever you want to a racetrack of your choice and provide a professional race car driver to show you how to drive it. Yeah. What are people doing? Yeah, I know. It costs two million bucks for the car you, you can't drive. You need to look long and hard at you. By, by the way, they're almost sold out of them. They're only making 40, but they say they already have orders in place for most of them. If some guy can get a monopoly on all the webcam feeds, that guy's going to be really rich. Yeah. BTS disclosed yesterday the title of their upcoming new single. It's going to be called Dynamite. They said they were going to call it Stuck Inside a Mobile with those Memphis Blues again, but that Bob Dylan had already used it. They didn't say that, but they should have. And now it's time for Murray Monday. Thank you so much. Murray! I'm all over it today. Dude, I'm really, so... I'm really As all the listeners know, every Monday we celebrate men who authored Das Kapital, the men who endangered fruits, the men who are like cows with no legs, the men known as Case... Uh, no, sorry, Murray. So here's the problem with Murray Monday. It tilts a little male and white, Murray being pretty a pretty male and white name, unless we include people whose last name is Murray, in which case a whole... New universe is open to us. So today's Murray is none other than Linda Murray. The you second most successful know. female bodybuilder of all time. I'm so prepared to burst into song today. Eight-time winner of the Ms. Olympia title. I'm Here so is ready. her acceptance speech when she was inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame. Um, I started as a cheerleader. Um, cheerleader in high school. Cheerleader for four years at Western Michigan University where I graduated with my Bachelor of Science degree. Two years as a professional cheerleader with the USFL, the second, I think, most successful football organization outside the NFL. And during that time, I had no idea that, um, didn't know a lot about bodybuilding, but, um, you know, I did all of the, the pom-pom and the rah-rah the and being uh, defined as what women, you know, being small. So I was trying to be what, have the look of a bikini competitor. Had no idea that one day that I had, you know, so much more in my future. And uh, my girlfriends at the time, they said, what are you doing? Why are you trying to uh, be muscular? Why are you trying to get a six pack? And what I want to say is uh, that, you know, women, I want to empower women that we decide what we want to look like, who we are, what we are, whether if you want muscles, you have muscles. Us. And I'm so proud, so honored that you included me in this because I think that, um, you know, so that is Linda Murray, and uh, that's our Murray Monday of that's today, awesome right? Don't you think? I think that's, that's a, a new way of doing. What once you do Murray as a last name as part of it, you've got all kinds got of all alternatives, kinds of right? Wonderful. So I'm not saying we can't go back to the usual kind of Murray, right? Uh, and know, we might. We let's look at it this way. There yes. is no usual kind of Murray. Yeah, that's right. We are all inclusive in our Murraytude. We, as we should be. Are you up with that, Thucydides? Yeah, let's expand the Murrayness. 
I mean, you already Mariachi. gestured that way last week by giving us the max. But I think yeah. I think the whole because because you know we began I think with manatees, and then we went to mangoes, and then we went to marks, and so we're just moving you along. And I, yeah, I, I like it quite a bit. I think we can stay with Murray and just be a little flexible here. Yes, yes. And you listen to the Murray episode. And so that is our Murray Monday for today. And that was a very nice acceptance speech. Murray! Oh, I three for three. Three for three. It could have been Tuesday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It could have been Wednesday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's gotta be Monday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, it has to be listening to this podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you have to be wasting your time like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I don't. Take a long, hard look at your life decisions. I don't, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I don't it's think you're... I think, don't think whoa, you're doing whoa, whoa. positive promotion for our show. I think you're, you're not... You're not helping our I'm listeners to feel my, good about I'm themselves. my ethical duty. Yeah, well, ethical duty is not the appropriate thing for a podcast, is all I have to say. No, this podcast is ethical duty. This is, well, duty of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, thank you, Thucydides. Thank you. And um, have an excellent week, and we'll be talking to you next on uh, the Shabbat Shindig. I'm already at work on a new 111. All right, keep, yeah, keep at it. We're going to get one of these right. I know it. I just know it. Yeah, I feel and good. Just, and keep in mind we have a major coming up next weekend. Yes, well, we'll look forward to you reporting on that. So you'll give us it's an update ma- on it's that. It's going to be a while. major Monday. A ma- one of the four big golf tournaments of the year. What? Yeah, That's the P- right. The PGA. The what? The, P- the, the Professional Golf Association Championship. The what? Yeah. All right, thank you very much. Embrace the oscillation and goodbye. Embrace the oscillation. I'm hanging up while you're drinking your milk. If that's I what it comes to. Goodbye. Don't you hang up on that. Don't you hang up on that. Don't you hang up on that. I'm just drinking my milk. So when does the program end? When I feel like it. You, you are a captive audience, folks. You, I'm you turning are. it off. Oh, okay. <laughs>